you sip it on your medicine ball. Yeah. Just really record when you're ready. <laughs> I'm still recording right now. Oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to nurse his wounds. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready for the topic I got for the for intro? For right now? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it Macaulay Culkin again? It's not. This is actually <laughs> that was like great. a genu- I was I was laughing at how we did that. <laughs> I don't even remember how no, we started. It was because literally you and I looked at each other and then for some reason you said Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> for some reason it just came to off yeah. yeah, it just came to my head. <laughs> no, but I got a different topic All for right. for our little intro at the beginning. Uh-huh. So this came to this was on my Twitter probably let me see when I shared this this came out four days ago okay. it was an IGN article and it was just the title like the headline that got me and I want to know what your take is because so far out of like five people I've spoken to yeah they've given me two two or three of them have given me answers I'm not comfortable with <laughs> okay so here's <laughs> the head like, just what? wait just wait here's the headline why okay? do I feel like Brian's the one that's going to cross the line today. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Trust me. No, no, no. I got, listen, this is a morality question. Okay. 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 Experts are split on whenever Mars astronauts should eat dead crew members. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, okay. I saw that. And then the first paragraph reads, should astronauts exploring Mars eat the corpses of their of their crew members in a last ditch effort to survive? No space agency has an official policy on cannibalism, at least for now. But in terms of ethical theory, experts are split on what to do if a space mission has gone completely array. Here's what threw me off. I'd eat you. Okay, that's not, we're not, we're not, I'm not starting the question. (laughs) It said no space agency has an official policy on cannibalism. And that's what freaks me out. Why? Because in my mind, I picture myself like if like, let's say for whatever reason, like if NASA is still around the next like, I don't know, 15 years or something, Mm -hmm. they say, you know. Let's go ahead and start sending people up to Mars and you can like repopulate there like and like colonize it. Yeah. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. I would totally sign myself up for that you so that would. I could birth a Martian. <laughs> I wouldn't. Why not? Because I saw ghosts on Mars. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. Saw that. Saw, saw that, that movie. <laughs> saw that movie. And that's a straight up no. <laughs> <laughs> saw that movie. They were just like taking over people's bodies mm-hmm. and you self mutilate each other. I don't know about that one. I told- nope. Automatically, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Seen- Anyone seen The Martian? <laughs> like, you, yeah. know, you know what? I've, I've seen too many like m- movies where people just get stranded on Mars. And die, so. <laughs> any any rather, time we are on Mars, it doesn't go our I'd rather way. Su- <laughs> I, I'd, rather, I'd rather suffocate on Earth than like, go to Mars and definitely die. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. I think, okay, I would feel more comfortable to be on Mars if there was actual breathing atmosphere for us. That's why you make no, they, uh, they explain habitable that. pod. They, they also explain that. Don't say Total Recall. They did. <laughs> Damn it, I knew you were going to say Total Recall. Total Recall, they explained that too, where the you have to take one? the oxygen tanks right. before you go outside. Are you talking about the new one? It. Huh? The new one? No, the old one. The old one. The okay. old when, when, when <laughs> one. No, when, when he walks outside, he has to, oh, when he comes from outside to inside, he has to like reacclimate mm-hmm. to the atmosphere inside of a building mm-hmm. uh-huh. compared to outside. Yeah. He has to keep on like reacclimating himself because that's why he's like sucking on something. I haven't seen Total Recall in years, oh, man. My. Wasn't that movie like a like it bombs hard. Open your yeah, a lot of movies bomb hard and they become amazing. <laughs> just in over time and yeah, just over time. Except Blade mind. Runner. Brian. I don't know, man. I, I feel like Blade Runner was like a good movie. Open your I'm not gonna lie. We get it. <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> it's Cohagen. I'm just saying. I've seen Blade Runner twice. It's good. It's okay. Yeah, it's, that's it's, that's it's the not, opinion I have. It's not a. It's not no. It's not like. 
It didn't blow my mind in no. like cinema where I was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, Blade Runner? It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful no, movie. No, right. it is. Yeah. But it's not like it's orgasmically like, like I got to watch this like every year. not all that a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Yeah. I remember I watched the new Blade Runner. I was like, oh, this is cool. And there were people like, it's so good. <laughs> like, if you like Blade Runner and you talk about it as like a fantasy, mm-hmm. like it's like, oh, there's the best film in cinema like out there. It's one of the top ten. You're trying really hard. You know what it is for me? I think it's it's Harrison Ford for me. I like him, but I don't love him. It's really the story. because he's an asshole in real life, and that really kind of mm-hmm. yeah. Met, you didn't yeah. know that? Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not like an asshole. I mean, like how how much of an asshole? He's he's, he's difficult. Okay? Yes, that's I'll go that's a better word. Okay. Like, he's difficult. I, I'm just saying. I don't think he's an asshole. I just think that he's more. It, it's more he's he's earned the respect of his peers and he demands perfection. Mm. I think that's more like Tommy Lee Jones, though. Wouldn't that be more of a Tom Cruise label? Mm. No, no. Tom Cruise is like another level of crazy, though. That's yeah, like Tom Tom Cruise. That's like t- Tom Cruise and Edward Norton. Like they're both yeah. pretty, pretty nuts. Okay, can we get back to the original <laughs> question though? Yeah. Oh yeah, so Mars, I'd eat you. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Why? Exactly. You don't why, have a question. Why would I, was, wait, hold on. Why would I eat you? Yes. Because I'm out of food. Okay. You're at least a week. You <laughs> week's worth of food. Okay. <laughs> so, straight up, <laughs> straight up, I've, the two people I asked this question yeah. have told me the same response. They're like, yeah, I'd eat you. And I'm like, why specifically yeah. me? That wasn't the question. It's like, would you eat a dead person? Yeah. If like something were to happen, I could. And their response is like, yeah, I'd eat you. I'm like, I never put myself in the equation. <laughs> First of all, so why? <laughs> like, what? What is it? Like, do you hate me that much that you like automatically want to you know just what? eat I, me if I die? I respect you so much that I think that you should nourish me. No, shut up, man. <laughs> no, to get to my survival. No, you're the third. You're the third person on that account to basically say that. And now I'm like. Now, see, this is now, why is I'm it, super hostile when it comes it, to these things. Is it, because is it people, us or them? No, it's it's I, it's you guys, apparently. And now, because my fiance is like, why are you always so hostile with people and stuff You're the like one that. that just said you will eat me. Yeah, and, and look at this. Do people not want me? Like, do they not want to harm me? No. Look at Nick over here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In my defense, <laughs> I just kind of assumed that we were in, like, a space thing. No. It's and why would you assume theory, I would die though. first in the space thing? First, you met you? Yes, I would survive. <laughs> I would survive. See, I feel like you'd get mad at a rock, and then like you chase the rock. Why would I chase the rock? Wait, have, have him explain the scenario. I want to hear this. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said chase a rock. Go on. <laughs> See, I, I feel that Brian would be the type of person that would get mad at a rock because a rock like hit a strong breeze and like. Blew past him. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Mars tumbleweed. (laughs) And then this inanimate object (laughs) thinks it's going to beat me to Mars? You think you're better than me? (laughs) The other day you shushed a sound in the distance. Oh, yeah, we were, making, we were shooting pictures. You shushed a sound. What was, what, what was the sound? Though? It was like a dog bark or something, or like a car horn. And you're like, shh. And I'm like, we're like a mile away. He can't hear you. And then he got all like, well, he better be quiet. I'm just like, what? 
doesn't know you're doing anything. Uh, I can't explain. <laughs> no. I can't explain. That was it, though. You yelled at a sound. <laughs> that doesn't explain why I would die first. Oh, that's true. Why would the rock, if going faster than okay. the ship I'm in, cause me to, like, die? All right. So, the rock... Goes past you. You then get into an argument with the rock. You then follow the rock. Then what you don't. You know guys are in the same that, ship as me. No, no, no. We've already landed. Uh, <laughs> we've already landed at this. Point. So how does the atmosphere manage to push a rock? And why would the winds on Mars be able to push a rock that would piss me off? Listen, it's my pitch, not yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> when, your argument's when, falling apart, Nick. When we get to your pitch, then we can then, then you can put science. I but like for right now. <laughs> Space <laughs> And then, you know, and that's when he finds out that there's like a tomb to like these ghosts. And then, you know, he get possessed, kind of mark himself up. Mm -hmm. And then we probably have to kill him. And like we would probably wouldn't have any food. So, you know, me and Renee would look at each other. And mm -hmm. we'd, we'd feel real bad. But then like, you know. I'd, Don't put me in this situation. Then, then, <laughs> you said know, he wouldn't eat me. I, I wouldn't eat him. Renee. What? I would make I would make poop potatoes first. <laughs> Before eating a person. Who is remembering you, know you know what? I'm gonna laugh I'll, I'll laugh because I'll have I'll have Brian on a stick. And then you're gonna be just staring at dirt going like oh when those potatoes come oh, man. I'm, gonna I'm, eat. Waiting. I'm waiting. So who was it? This is like this was months ago. We yeah. had a listener who was like who questioned why a can of corn oh, was like the it was, thing. That was uh why the our thing, listener what? Joe and his wife, Lilu. Because you made an argument about a can of because, corn. Okay, so it was the early episodes we were talking about. We only have, okay, we're going we're gonna to hit over 10 minutes, just to let you know. That's fine. Okay. That's, I'm having fun. It's <laughs> okay, no problem. I uh, just want to, <laughs> we were trying to be structured. <laughs> yeah, we had a five-minute conversation about how structured we needed to be. Like Brian immediately throws it out the window. So, okay, so if you guys don't recall... Um, it was like one of our early five episodes, I think, okay. where we talked about if what happened in a zombie apocalypse it was because of COVID. We were talking about hitting a possible apocalyptic world and what would we do in that situation? I know. What Brian had an idea, didn't want to share it though, because he thought it made him look crazy. I told him of a scenario. <laughs> now you remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so then I had a scenario, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I'll just be like, you know, making sure that, like, <laughs> I'll be at a grocery store fighting over, cut someone's head off, and then grab my can of corn and then go back to where I'm at. And they go, and they told me, why does it have to be a can of corn? I argued that your can of corn thing yeah. was dumb because corn doesn't have much nutrient. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and I've talked about it with people too. I'm like, and I said, why do we eat corn? <laughs> it's, it's literally, literally like celery, it, it's it, anti calories. It, it, it literally hitches a ride in our body. Yeah. And just, we eat it whole and just, it just comes, it just, nothing. <laughs> it's just, still the same shape it still holds its shape and everything <laughs> and you thought i was the weird one here nigga <laughs> it's not the case uh, renee what is with you in poop today <laughs> that's the second poop joke it's the second poop joke second i'm on a roll joke. watch I'll, I'll try to get f by four All right. by the end of this episode so, so let me let me let challenge me, accepted let me put some seriousness into this okay, okay. so i thought about this and i like had to go back to like some rpg games that i used to play like you know fallout you know this is one of my favorite ones right in all my fallout playthroughs i have never once been cannibalistic so why not it's so much fun it's i just can't bring myself to do it 
Like well, mentally you talk, speaking, you talked about this last night. When yeah, we were t- when we were talking about like horror movies and zombies and stuff like that, that you, it, you that's like the that's like the final straw. That's it. Like you can't no. watch that. Uh uh-uh. uh So no. So now, why does cannibalism bother you? Human eating another human just seems wrong to me. Okay. It just I just don't like the look of it. Nicholas, trying to eat me over here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No. No, 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 no. Don't you do. don't, don't you try to turn this into I'm weird. So hold on. So you're telling me. <laughs> so you're telling me. Me and you are in a spaceship. I die. You're out of food. And you know it's a week till you make it to Mars. Or the week until survival, until save, uh, the next shuttle comes. And you're like, I'm out of food. What do I do? Is that a my food? body is, is that my body's just sitting there. And you're like, I could probably stretch this out for a week. You're telling me I'm a big dude. You can sh- definitely stretch me out for a week. Mm-hmm. I'm a good few months. You no. said you you die you die of hunger. Yes, yes. I would 100 percent die of it. Straight face right now, looking you straight in the eye. Would not eat another human being to survive another week. You have that killer instinct. I'd kill you in a minute. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes along the line of the desert island thing. Yeah. Like yeah. You're stranded on an island. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, like, Lord of the Flies kind of thing. Yeah, yeah man. I, like, I, how I, far would you go? I drop that boulder on you to survive. No. I drop that. <laughs> Can we go straight into the it's intro? Always, it's always the chubby kids too that get the shaft in movies. Uh, is it? What's his name? Piggy or something? Piggy. Like that? Yeah. yeah. Nah, they give him an messed up name too. That, yeah. That movie, man. That yeah. movie and book. Ugh. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying I, I, I drop a rock on Brian. Thanks, Nick. It's a quick death. Why me again? I know. There's another I, I'm, person I, here. Yeah. Like, there's a. There's a. That's actually a I, piggy. Because I, 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 I feel like Renee would wouldn't like get himself killed. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Never have broken a bone. Never. Me neither. Yeah. I have. How'd you okay, how'd you break a bone? Or the latest bone you've broken? Football. I was playing football on my pinky in the I when I was catching a football. Uh-huh. I it the my pinky went into the football as I caught it. So Ooh. It, it broke the which I had a hairline for I had a broken Did it like pinky. also dislocated it or popped it out of place too? No, I didn't pop it out of place, but like the like I couldn't I couldn't close. Like mm. my hand was like stuck like that mm. for like three weeks. Okay. It hurt like a, it hurt like hell, but I mean, <laughs> what? I I mean, I'm just saying I wouldn't die first. <laughs> but I'm rascally. <laughs> it's called. It's called. Look, we've already established. Look for the intro. Cause we're gonna I have it right you got it. Okay, yeah. I'll put it this way. You're easily. You're the easily distracted. Amongst the three of us, that's what you think. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's what that's what I've established. This is a character. So if this you, is a character, this is a character. <laughs> no, 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 survival no, 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 no. mode. Here's the thing. I just need to throw like a person. green little laser pointer somewhere in a room, and you'll fly into it. Like if we're in a spaceship, right, with no gravity, you'll fly into it. <laughs> then I close the door, ejecto pod you out, and be like, yeah, this guy's not eating anyone today. You know what? If we ever play Call of Duty, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go like it's all clear. I'm gonna let him just go into a building with like four people shooting. <laughs> Building clear, guys. Go, go, go. He looks out. Here, I'll check. You know what, Brian? It's all good. Go ahead. <laughs> and then he just walks into a hail of gunfire. Just like, hey, Nick, you know what? Was, uh, hey, Nick, I thought it was clear. Should have checked yourself. <laughs> Did you see the laser pointer? <laughs> Did you see the laser pointer? No, that's when we need to play Rainbow Six. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's how you nice do it. Six. You miss it. I miss it so much. Yeah. I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So we've got a big podcast for you guys yes. today. Renee, start us off with the intro as soon as hey, 
real quick because we didn't discuss this before mm-hmm. we actually started recording because it's the three of us now and not mm-hmm. two. What happened? It's gonna be you saying your name. Yeah. Then I'll say my name, and then you say your name. Who are you pointing at? You. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> People will get it. You don't need to officially <laughs> see this. No, I know, Nick. He's not going to go in order that you told him in. Don't mess this up, please. All right, here we go. Renee, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Keeping Up with the Nerds Variety Hour. Coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California. Aiming to be Whittier's number one podcast of all things nerdy. I'm your host, Renee. This is Brian. This is Nick. And welcome to the show. Woo! Issue... Forty-five. I honestly thought I out which number it was for a second. It's you. No, that's us every week because it's like well, there was like a couple issues back. We're like, whoa, we're in like thirty something or yeah, whatever. We, yeah, we legitly didn't remember. I was like, oh wow, we're already in our like dirty thirties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dirty thirties. Dirty thirties. All right, so I like it. You've already, you've already, you've already hit, hit the hit the top end. <laughs> so this week's issue is going to be one subject because it's going to be. In regards to one of the most anticipated movies to be released so far this year, Mortal Kombat! There were so many pitches it threw me off. That's good. That's good because we're not going to get copyrighted. So, Mortal Kombat finally released in theaters April 23rd? 23rd. 23rd. So, last Friday. HBO Max as well. HBO Max, yes. For a month. So, yeah, for 30 days. Wow, man. I, and you know what's surprising? Those 30 days, like, go by super quick. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah. I was yeah. actually really disappointed because I forgot to watch uh, The Little Things when it was on HBO. Oh, really? Dang it! The Little Things. Oh, you know what? I watched it. it, it really? It felt very... Well, once you watch it, you'll understand what I mean when I say... That's the one that was filmed here. Yeah. Okay. And you see those scenes that they filmed here. You, yeah. know, you see the chase building and stuff like that. Oh, right really? There. And um, it felt very... They were trying to be, like, Zodiac. The movie Zodiac. Okay. And it kind of ends. Not so not worth my time or like. Eh, it's worth checking out because actually like the characters are really good. Jared Leto does a good job, and but the thing is is that you're invested in this story and you're invested in these characters, but the payoff at the end doesn't really work. Oh. That's so, what it says. It tries to be like Zodiac, is it, where it's is like kind of like kind of ending. It kind of like in a seven way. Seventy, yeah. It's kind of like seven. How. That's cool, a thing. Cool, cool, cool. So Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Released April 30th on in theaters and HBO Max. And we, all of us, have been waiting for this movie for months now at this point. Yes. Uh, IGN and several other outlets have released teasers with like a seven-minute fight, the Sub-Zero Scorpion fight tease. They've released the music, the, what is it called, the techno something? Yeah, techno syndrome or something. Something, yeah, the, yeah. Like the official soundtrack or... Uh, the the intro song that was in originally in the '95 movie, mm-hmm. and they made it like a techno version. They made a techno version, which isn't bad. It's not bad. I just don't prefer. You know it. what? You know what the funny thing is? Is that I was talking to my my brother after we left last night, and as we were getting in the car, I go, "You know what the funny thing is? Is I at one point I wanted the the scream of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like I wanted that Mortal Kombat. Like I wanted. I wanted that hype. That would like stay within that line with the remix or the remake of it the song didn't. yeah no it's just it just says it only goes far as saying like the characters names and that's it that's it yeah yeah so you know what i'm wondering i'm wondering if they had the rights to it they well they had it was new, it was new line cinema 
But I know, but I don't, I don't, I don't know where the music, what the music rights. Are. Someone else owns the, the rights to the music. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's yeah. for that's the video why game I'm, then. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering if the because it wasn't originally for the video game. Mm-hmm. The video game didn't have like it had like it just the beat, mm-hmm. but it didn't really have that like the Sonya like that mm-hmm. like that wasn't until the movie that was that no movie. actually that was Mortal Kombat 2 or 3 that had the names as when you character selected yeah but the, but the but I remember the movie was the thing that like really made it big like oh yeah because oh, yeah. that one came out before after 2 mm-hmm. yeah. and then 3 came out in 98 because mm-hmm. they because they had like the like the basic one of just like Sonya Blade mm-hmm. and everything like that but it wasn't like that like that that you know the, the techno Raiden. yeah, yeah it, Johnny it Cage it, it just had that it didn't have like the whole music thing and then after the movie came out that's when you got that music but mm-hmm. uh, yeah I felt like it was just missing that yeah like, it, it, there was moment. something there was something in there that yeah. was just not fit it's not all complaints though Mortal Kombat no. we're gonna get into pretty much our thoughts into the movie you know down the line um, but right now i want to start us off by telling the listeners what our personal experiences with mortal Kombat um is is that grammatically made sense i think sure yeah Yeah, sure we'll leave it there um (laughs) so amongst the three of us you and i nick are well versed in mortal Kombat lore and we've had more experiences with the games and stuff like that right i even watched a documentary about Yes, so did I. That was a great. That's, that's a, good a really doc- good documentary. Man, yeah, yeah good it's so great. Um, Renee, <laughs> yeah, you just kind of like I put your I, feet in the water. I've played it as a kid. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it's a game that you get to kill people with. So obviously, I played it. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the, wait, the thing that roped you in. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. That you can kill people with the game? Yes, people with the game. What you the hell were you doing when you were a you kid? Never, you never unlock that part <laughs> just, in the game? Where you just take the cartridge and beat someone yeah, to death? Man. <laughs> That's how you unlock all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta use you gotta you gotta use a fatality and then boom, you get all the cheat codes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta smack it into submission. <laughs> smack it into like, submission. That's why when I heard like, oh yeah, you could use it to kill people. I was like, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how you do it. What was the first Mortal Kombat <laughs> game you played? Uh, it was for the N64. It was, I think, it was Mortal Kombat trilogy. Isn't it? Did they have a trilogy or was it three? It was three, or it's uh, called no uh, N64. If I'm cor- if I'm if I remember correctly, N64 had a. It was called Mortal Kombat trilogy, and it was a remaster of one, two, and three. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm. that's right. Okay, yeah. where they uh, where they cleaned up a lot of like the uh, what was it like a lot of the older games, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they just made them look nicer, mm-hmm. and they put it in like pixelized versions. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was your first. So that- you basically went with all. Yeah, all three of them, all, all in one package. Yeah, all in one yeah. package. It was fun. It was fun. I remember playing it, and then I remember playing with Sub Zero, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's blue." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> and I was like, you know, and that's what sold him. Yeah, it was. Just, that's literally why I like Sub Zero because well, the first time I liked it, I was like, "Oh, it's a blue character guy, cool." And then I found out he has ice powers. I was like, "Oh, even cooler, uh, even, <laughs> even better, even better." So, did you push forward after that so, and play any other ones? No, I didn't play any other ones after that until maybe around the PlayStation Two era slash GameCube era of mm-hmm. it, where um, that's when I found out that basically they came out with a Mortal Kombat game that Luke King died, and I was like, "Oh, Shaolin Monk's one." Right? No, that was Deadly Alliance. Oh, okay. So what sold me was the cinematic story of that. I okay. Was like Shang Tsung and um, what's his name? Um, 
Quan Chi. Quan Chi, they form a deadly alliance. And then, you know, and killed uh, Liu Kang in the beginning of it. I was like, what the heck? I was like, that was so right. That was like a, that was like a big statement. That was a, Liu, yeah, yeah that, that was, was a, that was how everybody knew that game was going to be sick. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah. Liu Kang, like everybody's like main mm-hmm. character, yeah. dead in the first five yeah. minutes of the game. You're and like, I remember oh. that too. I remember it's like, yeah, yes, Liu Kang is dead, and that's how it starts. And I was like, why? So then, because you played one and one through th- three, which yeah. didn't technically have a story, but there was, had a yeah. story. There was, yes. ba- I mean, I knew that there was. You have to fight in Mortal Kombat. I pretty much, I never, no one really cared for the story early on. Yeah, you know, but you knew Liu Kang was like the. Yeah, character. yeah, he was like the main character. Yeah, gotcha. And you know, when I heard of that, I was like, oh man, that's crazy. And then I remember, and I f- started following it after that. Mm-hmm. Then there was Mortal Kombat Deception, which was fun. You know, that basically brought back Liu Kang and stuff. And then Raiden came back. It was really cool. And then, then the final game was Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Which was like you went through the weird anthology. Yes, you went through the other side. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's interesting. He didn't didn't even get into Unchained. No, no. Didn't go to Unchained. Didn't go for any of the other ones. That is the thing was is that because I never, I never had the only systems I had as a kid was maybe okay. I remember the earliest one was like a Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, and then my brother got an N sixty four, and that was it. Well, because. Because Mortal Kombat did come out for Sega Genesis. There yeah. was two versions back in the day when the mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat first came out. It was the Sega Genesis version and the uh, SNES version. Mm-hmm. And the SNES version, which was really interesting, was the fact that Nintendo didn't want to see blood spray. So it was like a different color. Mm-hmm. So they had to r- eliminate all the blood mm-hmm. inside of it. And then Sega didn't care. Mm-hmm. So you had like all the goriness and everything else. So that's actually what helped sell Sega mm-hmm. is because Mortal Kombat was bundled with it. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, yeah. Because the Sega port was more of the arcade original. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there was, I think it was the arcade cabinet first. Then it got ported into SNES, SNES and mm-hmm. uh, Sega Genesis. And then from there on, it it's been coming out in both, mm-hmm. which is weird because we haven't seen a. Oh no! Wait, Mortal Kombat 11 came out for the Switch. Never mind. I was like, I hasn't. I don't think there's been a Mortal Kombat game to come out for a Mortal Nintendo Com- console. Yeah, Mortal Kombat still comes out on Nintendo. This 11, but 10 and 9 didn't. Yeah, well, that because another realm ended up getting bought by uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else that you might have played, or were those the three? The, those, the six, and then obviously uh, DC Universe versus Mortal Kombat. And then that was it. That's an interesting game. It like is. If you, if you go lore wise, it's an interesting game. The lore to that one is just weird. And yeah. hold me because you know you're crossing over with comic book characters with like video game characters. Right. So you have to like come up with something, and they did their best with Shang. Well, I mean, uh, was it um? Because you technically can't kill off DC superheroes. Sh- yeah. But you're also mashing them together with like a video game franchise yeah. that it's all is, about killing them. Yeah. yeah. So there was like <laughs> so like you could do like, oh yeah, the DC characters do like brutalities. Mm-hmm. And then the the Mortal Kombat characters still do fatalities. But not really. It's weird. Like I mean, because you couldn't rip Batman's heart out. No. And like or like pull his spine out of his mm-hmm. butt. Like you couldn't do that. No, you couldn't do that to can, those characters. You can like bend them in half though, mm-hmm. as long as it wasn't like too gory. Yeah, like I remember that. You can do the Bane backbreaking yeah. move because I think it was Team for Teen. It wasn't. It wasn't M. Yeah, no, no, yeah. because uh, I think that was a. I think that was something with DC because yeah. that's also the reason why Injustice you can't kill them either. No, yeah. Okay, yeah, so sure. did you watch the movie, the '95 movie? Yeah, I've seen that obviously as a kid, and mm-hmm. then I remember watching, which was weird because I think. 
it was it, I think because the movie was terrible it it's it, it was more easier to to have access to go see or um as a kid to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation they showed that a lot like on TV I remember that yeah and then the first Mortal Kombat I remember watching that and I was like oh wow yeah I, I was like I thought I watched the first one but the Mortal Kombat Annihilation is the sequel uh-huh. as a kid I didn't know because I'm just watching these characters on 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 TV or in a video cassette you know just watching them fight. Okay. So so that's your little kind of take on. Yeah. And then obviously I thought it was funny because I remember when they marketed Mortal Kombat Armageddon, I remember they were saying like, oh, this is the final Mortal Kombat in this saga. And what was it like, like 1995, 1998? That was 98 because it was 95 at the first one. And then like two or three years later was, like was, years Armageddon. Later was Armageddon. Yeah. No, wait. Whoa. I think that was later. Hold on. Mortal Kombat Armageddon with Blaze. As the final boss, right? I think so. Hold on. While you look that up, is there anything else you want to add in terms of like your connections to Mortal Kombat? Other than that, I remember. I do remember there was an animated series that came out a while ago. Was there? Yeah. Mm, I think it was, but it was like meant for kids. Yeah, it was hard to find that. <laughs> <laughs> meant for kids. It was hard to meant find for that. kids. Yeah. I, hey, I, oh, I mean, I started playing Mortal Kombat three at ten. Mortal Kombat oh. uh, Armageddon came out in two in two thousand seven. What? Oh wait, hold on. I'm thinking Annihilation. Yes, that's what oh, I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Annihilation. I'm thinking, okay, I'm yeah. Annihilation, not yeah. Armageddon. Armageddon is the video, Arm- game. Is a video Anni- game. Annihilation yeah. is the is the movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. Sorry. Nicholas. <laughs> There's so many different Mortal Kombat's, man. Whatever. <laughs> Don't you get on me. <laughs> no, I was gonna ask. It's What's your, your turn to talk? Yeah, oh, your turn oh, about oh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> got so defensive. Was, know, How <laughs> dare you question me? There's just so many different timelines. Do you see this thing? All right, just letting you know, it was called Mortal Kombat. It was a live-action Mortal Kombat series. It only lasted one season. It was an action fiction show in 1990. Oh, yeah, Conquest? Wasn't it Conquest? Mortal yeah. Kombat Conquest. For kids. For kids. No, but they had a, an animated show called Defenders of the Realm. Yeah. What so, the heck? But no. Con- but Conquest was supposed to... I, I don't think it, it had the same lore mm-hmm. in a way it did of the movies. Mm-hmm. Like it came out after <laughs> the movies and it kind of like redid everything. Luke, Luke Perry did the voice of Sub Zero, Clancy Brown, did Honestly, the voice the co- of Raiden. But, hey man, their sh- uh, their uh, their costumes look pretty Ooh, sick. Ron what? Perlman did the voice yeah. of Striker. Hold what? on, you have to admit that is a pretty that's a that's a, that's pretty, a pretty good Quan Chi. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good Quan Chi. Oh, that's where I saw it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that like a while ago as a kid. Yeah, like that's a pretty Conquest, that's a pretty yeah. sick Quan Chi. Like I'll I'll give him to that. Uh, okay, so anyway, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I went down a rabbit hole and I couldn't get out of it. Uh, so Mortal Kombat, right? Um, I would uh, I would say that Mortal Kombat. I really started getting into it when I played the video game back in the nineties. Yeah, for the SNES. For Kids. you're talking about one, two, or three. Uh, SNES, so super. Two. So that would have been probably no. It was one. I played one. One was remastered for the yeah, Super NES. Yeah. So I played that one. Okay. And then I got Mortal Kombat two after. Okay. And then I've been getting Mortal Kombat games till they, as long as they've been coming out, I've been getting Mortal. So Kombat you've been games. sequentially just playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, as they've been like coming the out, I'm buying them and never and just playing through them. When I was a kid, I couldn't beat them to save my life though. So. Oh no! Once they get into the later levels, it becomes more difficult. Yeah, like uh, like uh, what was it? I remember when I was a kid trying on the first time in Mortal Kombat two trying to beat Shao Kahn, and I just gave up. 
Like I remember getting super excited that I got there, and then after that, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> There's just no way. There's no way. He just he just pushes you all the time, and just like I'm done. So when did you start getting into the lore? Because that's the, it's for you to be playing them sequentially. The, you at least had to get into the story. Yeah. So I was into the story from the I was into the story, and then the movies is what kind of like got me further into it. The 95 movie. The 95 movie, because then after that, it was like, wait, I don't remember that being like a thing. So then it was like, okay, let's replay the games. And then we replayed the games, and I was like, okay, this lore is interesting. It's kind of all over the place. Even like the first three movies, the lore is kind of all over the place. Yeah, no. Because, okay, so... It sounds made up. We'll talk about the lore further down to the issue, but for like... Because we were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. You can't place the lore on a timeline without it being like scribbles all over the place. Because the origin story of Mortal Kombat is like almost non-existent, essentially. Like one through three has a completely different origin story than like the Deadly Alliance ones. Uh, Unchained, uh, like, because not only that, but also Mortal Kombat's weird because Mortal Kombat likes to choose and pick what stories they like and what stories they don't. The concept that never changes, though, is that Liu Kang is the chosen one by Raiden. Yes, Mm -hmm. that is the that is the concept, and that kind of never changes. I mean, I guess they kind of changed it in this one. Uh huh. Which I think this was like the first time that. Liu Kang kind of wasn't like the main character. He wasn't the main, main chosen dude. Yeah, like he was, because yeah. I mean, I, I guess like their, their leeway for the movie was that like they're all technically chosen. Uh-huh. Like they're all chosen to be like the the Earth's champions and stuff like that. So I guess that's kind of like how you can go like, well, Liu Kang's still chosen. Like he's still. Okay. So you recently watched Legends. Yes. Okay. So that one shares a similar storyline to that because keep in mind, we keep saying that Liu Kang, and for the audience members that might not know, Liu Kang is the one that wears the bandana over his head. Yeah. The, the scarf, right? He has a hat. Yeah. No, that's Kung Lao. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> you said, yeah, first you were like, no. Like, yeah, yeah, no, wait. <laughs> In Legends, they kind of say that Liu Kang is the one to be chosen. Yeah. But at the end of it, it kind of seems like everyone on the boat who was chosen by Raiden ends up somewhat being the hero right i think in their, I, yeah in their own way in their own way yeah because yeah, it's, it's it's interesting because it's it's kind of like um what i always felt that it was they always thought that luke king was the champion to defeat shao khan yeah that was like that was what he meant by it was chosen like if johnny cage or sonya blade try to fight shao khan they would just lose but you're the chosen one like this is who i choose to, to defeat you know, Shao Kahn. This is the guy to basically change the path from yeah. Outworld taking over mm-hmm. the rest of Earth Realm, right, essentially. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. Um, is there anything else? Any like other personal experience you might have had with Mortal Kombat? Um, besides being like really envious of my cousins because they had a Sega Genesis and I had a Super Nintendo. So you didn't get to see the blood. Yeah. So Mortal fatalities look weird without blood. Oh well. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's nope. so it's so weird when you have a censored spine ripping. And, like, you just see, like, it's the pixels of, like, them ripping a spine out of somebody's body, and then nothing's happening. And you're just like, I think there would be blood there. Wasn't, did Mortal Kombat 1 have the one where one of them, one of the characters' fatalities was, like, an explosion, and their bones flew out all over the place? I think that was Smoke, wasn't it? So that was Mortal Kombat 3. Three. Yeah. I remember, I think it was, like, Smoke, because I remember, if if I remember correctly, it was the one where he... 
gets you, puts you into his body, and then he blows you up. Ah, yeah, and then body explode. parts yeah, and yeah, like yeah. bones fly all over the place. Yeah. Gotcha. If I, remember, if I remember correctly, it's smoke. All right. So, can I jump into my personal experiences with Mortal Kombat? No, let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dang. Straight up. Go ahead, Brian. Question. Did any of you all have a costume from Mortal Kombat? Uh, I, I had Scorpion when I was a kid. Were you Scorpion? Yeah, my brother was Sub-Zero. Okay. My dad dressed me up as Sub-Zero <laughs> at elementary school. That's I was either Zoro mm-hmm. or... Zoro. Yeah, Zoro or Sub-Zero. I knew... And that was because my dad was the one to introduce me to Mortal Kombat at yeah. like 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. But I was introduced to Mortal Kombat 3 first before i got into anything else and then because of my cousins i started getting into the other series like deadly alliance and the anthology the shaolin monks and all that other stuff mortal kombat 9 which came out in like what 2010 2011 Mm -hmm. something like that that is like when i started picking it up on my own again be like okay let's just get into the story and stuff like that yeah Um, but the 95 movie i think like we all share that kind of like nostalgia feeling for the 95 movie or like we understand its place in history. How old were you when the '95 movie came out? Two, but I didn't watch it until later down the line. Yeah, because I watched both of them as a trilogy. I mean, as a as a when they were already out. Yeah, they were both already out. Because I, didn't watch I them in theaters, I watched them on VHS. On because I mean that was like we're all the same age, so it was either on TV or through cassette, right? Through yes. VHS. Right. So that that's how pretty much like we were able to see these these movies but we share that kind of like similarity between yeah. the three of us right mm-hmm. now can we should we just jump straight into the movie now and start talking about what we think about it yeah go for it all right well renee is you know busy in the restroom yeah i'm gonna Daddy, shout just, him out on that you just call, call him out, out i'm gonna call you? him out on you that yeah he you knew just... he had all this time before recording it i know he could hear me from there <laughs> To basically go and then decides to go mid podcast. He's gonna give you his third poop joke. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes out, he's gonna give you his third poop joke. What you talking crap about me right yeah. now? <laughs> no, he's gonna he's just gonna have like a like a piece of toilet paper and throw it at you. <laughs> uh Nick, What's so up? being a Mortal Kombat fan, right? Did you have any expectations for this movie? I did. Okay. I did. What were they? They. I was hoping that because I was okay with it being like a B movie. I was totally okay with it. Were you I, going in with that mentality? I was. Okay. I was going in that it was going to be a B movie because I feel that Mortal Kombat is a B movie. Mm. I feel like it, it is like a B kung fu movie. Okay. Where uh, I I don't know if you, it, it's a cheesy storyline with like fight moves or excuse me fighting sequences that are just like they're cool but they're not all that like. Yeah, it's it's a it's a cheesy sit down movie that you grab a bowl of popcorn with and, and try enjoy to enjoy it. the crap out. Yeah, of it. you just yeah. enjoy it, and hopefully, and hopefully, it just keeps your attention long enough. It keeps your attention all the way to the end. Okay, and then at a certain point, you don't get out of disbelief of it, and you're just kind of like, "This is a stupid movie." So even with all the previews and things that were coming out, like the seven minute fight scene and the Sub Zero Scorpion fight right. that was like you know teased and all this other stuff, did you at all like even anticipate a better than a B-movie kind of concept? Based off of the images and the cast, I was like, okay, I like this cast. I like this. Also because the dude who plays Jax was on Supergirl. So oh, he was Jimmy Wilson. He was Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. Yeah. Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> what happened? You guys made a note that I was gone. Yeah, I He's, did. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, well, Renee's in the restroom. And then... <laughs> 
That's why I told him. I was like, he's going to give you his third poop joke. You got one? <laughs> no. <laughs> God. I didn't, let, let I didn't eat down. any corn last night, so I can't. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But uh, <clears throat> I think that for uh, Mortal Kombat, for this Mortal Kombat movie, the pro- the only problem I had with it was its structure. I didn't like its structure. I think that if you, because I do think that you can have a Mortal Kombat movie where it's not just we're going to find all of this, all of like the the fighters. Uh huh. Because Shang Sun is a despicable jerk. I'll give him that, but. He's also super overconfident. Yes. And I thought that was a weird thing where he was afraid of Earth's fighters to the point where he would have to cheat in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like he would have to like annihilate them before going to the tournament. By the way, uh, for those that have not seen the movie, spoiler alert, we're getting into the right, main right. topics <laughs> of Mortal Kombat. I forgot. We talked about pretty much like our, our stuff with like our personal, you know, yeah, yeah, interactions yeah. with Mortal Kombat. We're going straight into Mortal Kombat, the movie mm-hmm. twenty twenty one. So yep. if you have not seen it, this is the point of no return. We're gonna be spoiling it heavy over here. Um so anyways. Luke, so when Luke King dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what was it? But I, I really did. I, uh, from what I have always known from Shang Sun, mm-hmm. from the, that character, is always that Shang Sun is a what he is a puppet master who is who isn't afraid to like get his own hands dirty, mm-hmm. but also he is overconfident and doesn't care what Earthrealm has to offer. So we talked about the you know the confusion in terms of the timeline. Right. You talking about Shang Sun. Then got me thinking that even the villains in Mortal Kombat are as confusing as the timeline because you mentioned something about Shang Sun. So for our listeners that might not be familiar with the characters, Shang Sun is the dude that has the ponytail, the big old green robes, and his gimmick line is, your soul is mine. Mm -hmm. Quan Chi wasn't introduced in this one, but he's the gray looking dude bald with the red jewel on his forehead. Yeah, it kind of looks like a mime. He's the he wasn't in this movie, but if you've seen a similarly gray character in other media that is Mortal Kombat, that is Quan Chi. Right. And then Shao Kahn is the big brute with like the giant hammer and the skull for a helmet. Yeah. He wasn't in this movie, but a statue was placed in there. So yeah. that kind of resembled that was Shao Kahn. Mm-hmm. Now the reason I say the villains are confusing is because every character has a secret agenda that is against the other villain. So Quan Chi wants to overthrow Shang Sun because he wants to bring Nether the realm into Outworld or something like that yeah. and essentially become ruler of Outworld. Mm-hmm. Then Shang Sun wants to throw Shao Kahn and understands that Quan Chi is trying to backstab him so he's trying to get the better of both of them by also trying to become the ruler of Outworld and then Shao Kahn knowing that both of them you know, are good advisors but at some point will backstab both of them is trying to get the better of both of them but also trying to take control of Outworld and trying to conquer Earth Realm through the 10th Mortal Kombat tournament. Hang on, Brian. I need to go get more yarn because um, it's this connected to that. (laughs) You're starting to run out over there, man. We need more yarn, man. I literally did the whole thing on the desk too. Yeah, yeah, you were. (laughs) We need more yarn and and pins, man. It's that confusing. But this is like. Not even a fraction of no, like these the are Mortal just, Kombat these story. These are only like a handful of characters. Yeah, but, yeah. That, but, that, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that you don't need to get into that entire lore no. to understand this movie. What I'm saying is that if you just go by the characteristics of those characters, mm-hmm. the re- the motivation I took from, sh- from uh, 
Oh my god, I just blanked his name. Shang Sun. Shang Sun. There we go. Mm-hmm. He he said Shang Sun, Quan Chi, and Shao Kahn. <laughs> like four or five times that they all just mixed in my brain. Right now. Wait until we start mentioning Lin Kuei, Shi Rai oh Ryu. My god, man. Oh my god, I feel bad. Takata Takashi. I feel I feel, I feel, I feel like I feel like this is gonna take a long time. Kodo Khan, Molina. I feel like this is gonna take a long time to edit. You're just gonna have to throw images up. Like, oh, this is who I'm talking about because. And then, like, have, like, little, like, names underneath. Mm-hmm. Shao Kahn, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shirai Ryu, blue. <laughs> no, that's yellow. Oh, no, my bad. Yellow. Yes. Lin Kuei, blue. blue. <laughs> okay, so you were talking about the story in this movie was, like, all over the place, right? I felt that the story was... Because, like, okay, I think it's always a great thing when you have that... I thought the tournament would have been cool to kind of see where all of them are at. Okay. But when I came in today, I was saying, I felt like things were just happening to the characters. Like, things were happening to the characters. The characters weren't doing things. It was just they were kind of taking it and reacting to yeah, it. Yeah, there, there was always, way. like, a lot yeah. of reactions to it. Or a lot of coincidences. Okay. Of, like, oh, well, we need to get to this place. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Kano knows where it is. Yeah. Why, how, how does Kano know where it is? Because he just does. He's Kano. He knows people. He knows people that know people that have. Kano's the Australian dude, by the way. I'm gonna yeah. jump into like whenever you mention a new yeah. name, I'm just gonna start That's explaining. The- <laughs> uh, Australian dude with the laser eye. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Boomy Boomy. Boom. Boomy Boomy. Call Mr. Boomy Boomy. But uh, but that was my thing though, is that there, it was like a lot of coincidences, and I felt like what had happened was that Pete, when they were writing the, when they were writing it, they would run into problems of like, okay, so how do I get, how do I get Cole to meet Sonya Blade. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll send Jax to go find him. Okay, well, why doesn't Jax bring him? Okay, and how do we get Jax to have his arms? Okay, Sub-Zero is sent down to hurt him. All right. Yeah. And, like, it's 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 one of those things of, like, they kept on, like, finding problems with their story to fit Cole in. Yeah. And that led them to kind of, like, go out of their way to kind of, like, push the story. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 don't get me wrong. I had a good time. I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> I saw it twice already. I just feel that e- e- the movie could have been cleaner. It could have just been a lot cleaner. So yeah. how do you make... Okay, because that is the main argument. Because mm-hmm. like, you share that, right? Yeah. That the movie could have been cleaner. Yes. So yes. before we you know, let, before we dive deeper into the storyline, let's let me give you like a one-minute summary of basically what the storyline of Mortal Kombat is. And I'm only going to be using 9 through 11. Is that fair, Nick? Because I think everything before then is just kind of like... I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't at this point. But matter. basically, the main storylines that they're trying to pull out for this Mortal Kombat movie is that there are two rival clans, the Shirai Ryu, which is Hanzo Hasashi, a.k.a. Scorpion, a.k.a. Yellow Ninja, who basically has his entire family and clan die by the hands of Bihan, who is a part of the Lin Kuei, a.k.a. Sub-Zero, a.k.a. Blue Ninjas, and basically he kills them. Scorpion gets brought down to the nether realm uh, where he essentially makes a deal with Quan Chi, who is the gray dude, and says, hey, you know what? I'll fight for you in Mortal Kombat if you allow me to go back to uh, basically normal life and, um, you know, I can go after Bihan. Uh, stuff happens. The champions are entered into Mortal Kombat, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Scorpion manages to find Bihan, and he realizes that Bihan is not the one that actually killed him because Bihan was just a puppet, or right. basically Quan Chi was using his you know, alter-changing abilities to pretend that he was Bihan to frame Sub-Zero to start a war between the two clans. Scorpion kills Bihan. 
after you know all this and he realizes it's too late so then we get the second sub-zero and all this other stuff happens essentially but that is the main storyline that they wanted to try to bring into this movie they kind of bring it in into this one i feel that they took like the main elements the main elements see but my thing is that i feel that somebody in the studio saw how well how well the scorpion the mortal kombat leg uh legends did Mm -hmm. and then went cool make that the live action movie because that's the main storyline they want to work with. Yeah. Is that the Shirai Ryu and the Lin Kuei are always going to be at war with each other. Yeah. There is a reason as to why, but the reason has always changed. Yeah, it was the that was always a weird thing in the original uh what was it? In the original eighty five movie that Sub Zero and Scorpion were fighting together. It was always a weird thing. Mm-hmm. But then they changed it and said, no, they're now fighting against each other yeah. because of a misunderstanding or because there's actually a clan rivalry. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's fine, but I still, I, I, the easy, okay, so the easiest way that you could have made it was that instead you could have made this, if that's the case, then it is the road to the tournament. And I think that what you could have done is you could have had like, kind of like a, uh, a, a, a mission to Liu Kang and uh, Kung Lao. Kung and, Lao is a uh, dude with the steel hat that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel. How to go again? because <laughs> no, because because my thinking is that i feel like it should have been a world traveling movie where they're picking up fighters yes yeah. instead of all being brought together yeah, yeah. and like mm. they're going around finding fighters and then what it, and then because that leads you to kind of have like the suicide squad aspect of it mm-hmm. where you have so many different characters that they can get kind of picked off. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of feel that there's a dread to it. And then not only that, but also because seeing as, spoiler, uh, like we said in the beginning, because Kung Lao dies at the end. No, Kung Lao dies in the middle. Okay, he dies near the end. Uh, like basically, <laughs> semantics. Like end of the second act. Yeah, yeah, end of the second act, Kung Lao dies. But I, my thing is that I felt like we hadn't spent enough time with Kung Lao to mm-hmm. care about that death. That's true. Uh, it's because you, it's difficult and I don't want to say this without it sounding like I'm pandering and trying to defend the movie for what it's doing. Cause you're doing that, but it's making you, it's, it's essentially assuming that the people watching this movie are fans and understand that Kung Lao mm-hmm. is a character that is basically kind of thrown away early. Like he is related to Liu Kang in He's, a way, but I, but I get that he's fodder. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to make me not give a crap. Exactly. I, and I agree with you 100% on that. Hopefully our, our talk isn't discouraging you from your opinion down the line, Renee. No. Because I know you have yours. Yes. And yours is like the Renee. cleaner, you know, version of this <laughs> yeah. and going like, yeah, I, I want to talk about like, you know, mm-hmm. that's everything. We, that's when we find out that Renee is just like, dude, I hated this movie. <laughs> no. This movie was <laughs> garbage. garbage. <laughs> you, know, um, you, know that, you know that Legends movie that you made me made that you made me watch? It sucks now. Ah, don't <laughs> say that because I actually really love that movie. I know, I know. That movie's really good. But what I'm saying is that I feel like if you would have done that, we would have spent more time with Liu Kang. You could have spent more time with Kung Lao. If you really wanted to introduce Cole, you can just re- you can just introduce him as like the new character. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But I feel that Liu Kang and Kung Lao should have been the focal points, not this like not Cole, not Cole. Yeah, because be- being a new character that's being kind of like pushed in. Honestly, that's always Johnny Cage. It's always Johnny yeah. Cage who's always being explained everything to. Yeah. 
That's true. Johnny Cage is always yeah. like the person that's sitting there, and then like they're all going like, "Well, because of Quan Chi and this magic, then this happens." And then yeah. you just see Johnny Cage go like, "I'm sorry, can you speak in English and tell me what the heck that means?" Yeah. Johnny Cage is a character that always pops up shirtless, has a giant belt buckle that says Cage, Cage. on it, and has this super exaggerated Los Angeles sarcasm in every sentence that he mm-hmm. says. He's like the white version of Bruce Lee. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I but I think that Johnny Cage would have been a cooler. A cooler person to be on the team just because I honestly don't care about anybody on that team. Not even Kano? I liked Kano, but I mean, that was it. Okay. Like, you only you had six people. Yeah. Yeah. That were your main characters. And the only reason I liked Kano is because Kano felt like somebody had a lot of fun playing him and or writing for him and he had the best lines best lines best acting best on screen performance yeah like everything. like i just feel like that guy just killed it like he just stole the show in except that movie. the actor who played luke king because that dude was jacked that's true I, i'll give you that he was jacked yeah. and everything else but i feel that if that's the case they needed to find a stronger actor to be to to portray some of the feelings. I get you. No, I completely understand. Like, I, I, I do understand this thing of, like, well, we wanted to get people who were specifically good in martial arts so that way it felt authentic. These guys did play. A they, lot of them did their yeah. own stunts. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of them did their own stunts, did their own fighting, everything like that. And that's that's awesome. That yeah. makes the movie so much cooler. It, it, the fight scenes were the highlight, Yeah, the in fight, my And the fight scenes, you can and it shows. Mm-hmm. It really shows that everybody went to the gym, everybody learned their choreography, everybody did what they, their jobs. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they didn't, they didn't bring that same energy to the characters themselves. Except Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yes, I will say that no, but here, but that, I don't think so either. No, I, 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 I would have to disagree. I was kind of like meh on Scorpion's fighting in here, fighting or storytelling, fighting wise. Really? Yeah, I didn't you didn't like, like Scorpion's fighting? No, the because that was... actor didn't move around enough for me. At least I don't know because I felt like Sub Zero was moving faster than Scorpion was. That's his play style. Yeah, Squir- Sub-Zero is a lot faster because he's supposed to be like the flowing water. Mm. Yeah, and Scorpion is more... Because, like, man, I'm, I'm going to get called out for this if I say this incorrectly. But Scorpion's more of a brute in terms of Mortal Kombat fighting mm-hmm. styles. Mm-hmm. So he is a little bit quick-paced, mm-hmm. but there is a move that I think he does in mm-hmm. this one where he, like, goes down on the floor and, like, tries to twist your ankles mm-hmm. so that you fall down. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about, that move? Yeah. That's kind of his play style mm-hmm. is that he wants to get up close and personal while Sub-Zero is more of, like, a distance fighter, mm-hmm. which is why in a lot of those scenes, he like tries to back off and you even saw that ice body move when he's fighting scorpion mm-hmm. where he backs off and it's yeah. an ice copy of himself yeah. that was actually really cool oh, yeah, that's that was so really great cool. the only move that was missing from sub-zero is his ice slide yes yeah, that was the only that, move yeah. that was not shown i was actually really surprised because i thought when i first saw the uh the, the ice clone i thought scorpion would have frozen was a frozen because mm-hmm. that's his move is mm-hmm. like he gets frozen from it but that's the thing though is that once again the the emotion isn't there though i don't like for sub for bihan and uh what was it hanzo asashi mm-hmm. you introduced their story in the very beginning yeah and then yeah go like an hour and a half without it mm-hmm. and then at the very end they bring it back up you're just kind of like okay well what's this rivalry supposed to be yeah, about he I, just wants vengeance on it yeah mm-hmm. like i watched i watched an hour and a half of a movie in the beginning technically had nothing to do with anything that was going on in the beginning. I, I, I agree with you on that one. 
I do. Like, because the Sub-Zero, because Sub-Zero and, because if you go by, like, it, even if you want to go with the Legends route, in Legends, they show the Hanzo Asashi thing in the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of that movie, but then they show up in present day, and, like, you can see that Scorpion and Sub-Zero don't like each other. So Scorpion kinda, doesn't like Sub-Zero, but Sub-Zero doesn't understand why. why. Yeah. And, you, and, like, there's that little, like, that little confusion and stuff like that, and you can get into that later. But I feel like that was the problem, is that you tried to go with the Hanzo Asashi story, but you didn't use him. Efficiently. Yeah. Like, I felt like they only had a couple of days with that actor. Okay. Okay. I can I can see I can understand where you're coming from, but I'm I want to go back to something that Renee said because you're saying that the storyline for Scorpion was the storyline between the two ninjas are essentially like mm-hmm. it's non-existent, essentially. But the fighting was good. Yet you are saying that the fighting for Scorpion wasn't as attractive to you compared yeah. to everyone else. Because uh, if I go back to Legends, I remember in the beginning you see Hanzo just going to a fit rage after he sees his family dead and he has that capability of being that quick that fast even in the beginning of mortal Kombat, in the movie he's taking out those those ninjas relatively quick mm-hmm. and it seems like in when he fights sub-zero it's it's he's more constricted because again uh, not again but i've noticed that i came to realize i don't like the the armor that both characters have sub-zero and scorpion have they're because bulky. yeah because it's really bulky it's really it's hindering how fast they can go it's kind of like how christian bale was in the dark knight franchise mm-hmm. he the suit is kind of bulky and stuff like that so he can't move around a lot okay yeah. i'm gonna take the first part you said yeah. because i don't think i mentioned to you this last night mm-hmm. there was something that was missing in the first seven minutes I don't know if you guys will agree with me. Mm-hmm. I would have much rather have had Hanzo Hasashi find his wife dead mm-hmm. and then Bihan kill his son in front of him because that is what drives him insane in Mortal Kombat yeah. Legends. Mm-hmm. So when he realizes that his son is still alive and he's trying to find them, mm-hmm. he just goes ham on all yeah. those Lin Kuei yeah. like ninjas, right? In, in Legends. Mm-hmm. Then he finds that Sub-Zero mm-hmm. has his son hostage, mm-hmm. stabs him with an icicle, mm-hmm. and basically goes insane, mm-hmm. leading to his potential death. Yeah. Finding his wife and son already dead kind of didn't give me that same impact mm-hmm. in this Mortal Kombat movie. And I think that was what it, it's kind of like mm-hmm. flaw was. Yeah. We did see him being more agile, more mm-hmm. mobile in the beginning yeah. as a human. Mm-hmm. And then when he was fighting Sub-Zero. I, I do think that if you would have just had it where if during the during that fight, he would have killed his wife, then went over to uh, was it when Hanzo got up there. Mm hmm. He sees that like he's like basically trapped his son mm-hmm. on a tree. Yeah. Ice. Oh. And then he's like fighting to save his son and then he fails. Mm-hmm. And then like it's one of those things of like you failed to save him. And then like that's when you like see Sub Zero like grab him, like grab his neck and like slit his throat or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And then that's like kind of like a, it, it's more of like a failure. Mm-hmm. It's way more of a failure. I know it sounds morbid to talk about, but like this is the storyline that, that that's, that's sto- yeah. yeah that's the that's story. The, the, honestly, but it's a, it's a story of vengeance. Yeah, and I felt like, but that's why I felt like the actor didn't. I honestly did feel like what was happening was the actor was still working on Endgame, <laughs> and yeah. he didn't have enough time. He was in Endgame. Yeah, he was the guy that Ronan the, was fighting. He's the one that Ronan fights. Yeah, 
trying to remember. It was like the final guy after Ronin was killing like all the when they go f- when they go see Japan. Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's the guy that is fighting him, but I these two, but both movies are technically filming at the same time. Are they really? More or less. When did Endgame come out? 2018. And this movie was filmed back all the way then. Yeah, because they started. They already started. They had already done been doing production for like a, two years then. Oh yeah. wow! I didn't yeah. even realize that. It took a while for this movie to come. This out. This movie came out. Yeah, it was like two or three years in the making. So a lot. So I'm not sure if maybe he was busy with other projects because, honestly, the way I took it was Sub Zero, and also uh, which are in Scorpion, the two actors weren't always there and that's why their masks and that's why their equipment was always so big mm. was because they were always busy so they needed to fill them in a lot of times you think that's probably it'd be interesting it'd be interesting to see if that was the case because mm-hmm. this is you're assuming this or you know i'm assuming that that's what i'm assuming because mm-hmm. there are time because because the, the reason why i'm assuming that is mm-hmm. because you're right hanzo wasashi fights completely different mm-hmm. than scorpion does yeah I think he fights differently because it's a different person. And then they just had him for close-ups. I got to watch this again. I got to watch that just yeah, to see what it's like. That's what I noticed in the second viewing. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, because Hanzo fights a little quicker. But then I just figured it's because of the armor. And I was like, you know, okay, I get it. They're trying to give him like a, like a, a look. Yeah, like a samurai, samurai kind of look. look. But then when you really think about it in the games or – in in the original movie, they have just like those ninja outfits and stuff. They mm-hmm. Don't really hinder them. They can move quick. They can move yeah, fast. Yeah, because they're technically ninjas. Yeah, they're not samurai. They're ninjas. Yeah. All right. So we've been kind of bagging on this movie the last like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and we, I'm right? not bag- we're hitting. Uh, it's I, okay. Not bagging, but we're nitpicking mm-hmm. a lot of stuff because we Isn't all nitpicking though. Isn't nitpicking. It kind of well, is. but the thing is, is that we we openly said when we opened this, when we said about this movie, is that I enjoyed we it. don't we we don't really love it as much as like it needs to, or not needs to, but just like it would have needed to to make a sequel. Yeah. So this is my take on this whole movie, okay? Because I was saying that before we started recording, mm-hmm. I I was just nauseated with the fact that I was getting going back and forth. Yes. Yeah. Like I came home last night, and my fiance was like, "Oh, did you love the movie?" And I was just like. Eh, like, yeah, <laughs> I liked it. That's how, you know what? Honestly, that's how I felt after I saw BVS. The first time. Oh, that's yeah. such a disappointing feeling, though. That's you, the thing. But I, I but thought it was I knew, but because I, I know how you feel because these are characters that you follow and love. With me, BVS, I was like yeah. that with Batman and Superman. Okay. And all these DC so characters. So you know the feeling I you know have. what you're feeling. I, I, I yeah. also had the same, same feeling for yeah. BVS. So yeah. I know what you mean. And then until you actually talk about it, you start realizing that maybe... It wasn't you. You don't want to realize you were disappointed or it was great as you thought it was going to be, but you have to come to terms with that. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I did. That's also how I felt for last for the last Skywalker. Yes. Uh, that's uh, also how I felt for that too. So but. I feel like we need to talk about those movies on this show. Just because <laughs> later no issues. one no no one really knows our true opinions on this platform at least. Yeah, Garbage. of course. That it, it, on, an issue, <laughs> on an issue that's a slow week. Yeah, yeah like yes. a slow week. We can go back to Star Wars. Yeah. So I, I, you know me, Renee. I'm always down for Star Wars. <laughs> the reason I asked you about how you originally felt about this movie was because. I've been going back and forth for the last like maybe 20 hours or so. It's basically me saying like, yes, I really enjoyed this movie. No, I felt like it could have been better. And I realized why. And it's because I'm so attached 
to the current storyline that they're trying to do that trying to accept the storyline that they're trying to put in this Mortal Kombat movie just wasn't working for me. You get to take a step back sometimes. You do. And the other part that really threw me off was that all this anticipation for this movie built me up that I wasn't ready for it to be a B movie. I was ready to go into this movie thinking that this was going to be a badass movie with like a great storyline. And it just wasn't the case. That I, was a mistake. It, that was a mistake. Because, <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah, because IGN... I watched the review afterwards last night, the video, the video yeah. review, okay. and they said, oh, it's a fun, cheesy movie. And I'm like, wait a minute. Mortal Kombat 95 was not a good movie, but it's a very good, cheesy movie. It is. Yes. And that's what you enjoy. That's mm-hmm. what you enjoy out of it. That's yeah. what I, I watched. What's his name on YouTube? Uh, Chris Stuckman. Uh-huh. He said the exact same thing. He goes, he wasn't expecting a lot from this. He was expecting just to have fun, watch people die, see, see a couple of fatalities, see characters come to life from a video game that he loved playing as a kid and just to be entertained yeah and he gave it a c plus and he goes it's just the story he's godzilla versus kong yeah. and king of monsters mm-hmm. in the same way it's yeah. not they're not fantastic movies no. but they're just fun to watch yeah and i think that's where i went wrong mm-hmm. is that i went into it wanting more and you were, then you were expecting you were going to the same mentality as like a Marvel movie. Yeah. You were expecting because it's a movie that they've been marketing and something that you love, you expect that type of tier. Yeah. And, but, I, and that's what hurt but it. But my, my problem is with that is that I don't, I still feel that we still haven't had a proper video game movie. Like a live action yeah. video game movie. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it, it hasn't been done yet. I'm trying to think back at all of them that I've kind of seen. I feel like there is one and mm. I just haven't. Clue. Clue's a board game. Still a game. Still a game. (laughs) Still a game, Brian. Still a game, Brian. We all play games. (laughs) Gave me some lore there, man. So we were trying to talk about this last night in terms of like, okay, because we all want a second movie. Yes or no? Yeah. No, I would definitely tune in for a second movie. I want to see a second movie just so I can see some Johnny Cage. I think that's the pushing factor for everyone johnny cage. just connie john connie johnny, johnny cage johnny cage. by connie the way cage. johnny i don't want to sound like you know tacky when i say it, but johnny cage is my favorite character i so i was telling okay, this to one of my yeah. coworkers because he was asking me he's like oh so should i go watch mortal Kombat?" i'm like i'm not gonna recommend it if you want to watch it watch it because that's the that's that's, that's the my thing. take on it yeah i'm not going to recommend you watch this movie yeah. i'm going to tell you if you have an interest, go watch it. Mm-hmm. Because my goal is to get as many people to go see it so that there's a tension to yeah. make a second. If you want to see it, see it. We're not gonna go make you go see no, it. No, yeah. it's not it's not baby driver for yeah, me. I'm you know, not, it's not like yeah. you have to go watch baby driver. And see this like exactly. cinematic beauty yeah, of, no. of baby driver. It's if you're interested, go see it. Yeah. So he tells me he's like, Oh yeah, it's cause his favorite character was like I think it was I forget who it was. Because one of my other coworkers, who you can't even tell would like Mortal Kombat, apparently she grew up on the video games. I'm like, what? You grew up on Mortal Kombat? What's her like, yeah. character? Sonya Blade. Oh, and I'm okay. like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. Okay, that's like that makes sense. But yeah. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. But this guy has said that his favorite character was like <laughs> it was an obscured character. It was something weird like Ermac or something. I'm really? Like, Dude, you're trying really hard. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm <laughs> like, because like who likes Ermac? Like unless you can't, like <laughs> really play Mortal Kombat, yeah. sure. 
but like can you try to be a little bit less like mm-hmm. egotistic he's like fine cyrax and i'm like dude oh you're still getting in that realm <laughs> like god okay uh, who's your favorite character johnny cage why because he's funny i'm like no the nutbuster move come mm-hmm. on dude i guess a kid when you perform that nutbuster move like yeah. and like he smacks someone in the yeah. nuts wasn't that funny well i i remember how to how to loop it yeah, so there were ways you, to do it. There, there, was a way, there was a way to loop it where you, where like after they grab their crotch, right as they like are about to lift their hands off their crotch, if you did it again, mm-hmm. you you can you can then just get and get them in that loop over and over again where they just can't fight back, yeah. and you're just hitting them in the nuts <laughs> over okay. and over again. To talk about the movie really quick, yeah. I actually liked. Luke King and Kano's little training fight because Luke King just went the sweet thing. So, and that's what happens in the game. You so, can do in the game. It's just, you knew about that, right? That it was that. Luke King's. Okay, so yeah. for people that don't know, if they've seen it already, mm-hmm. that is a great throwback to yeah. the video games because that is one of the easiest Kano, low kick sweeping moves that Luke King does and, in the and, video games. And, and what I love is that Kano jumped how characters would have jumped in the game. He just kind of <laughs> yeah, he just kind of <laughs> he just he did it. He didn't do it all like like aer- like aerobatic. He just kind of went like ha. You know, like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> I I did think I I love the idea too because you could also cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I love the idea of, yeah. of him going for it, Kino jumping, and then immediately landing and going, oh, Craggy. <laughs> <laughs> and then get sweeped again, and he's just yeah. like, oh, my God. See, there were great little that's, homages in the movie. But that's, that's all the this movie, movie is. The movie does a great job of being self-aware of what it is. I, yes. think, I think that Mortal Kombat is a great clip movie. Yes. yes. No. It has yeah. a, it's a, it's a lot of really great clips yeah. that are put together, and then at a certain point, somebody was like, "Well, we need to connect this somehow." Yeah. <laughs> Kano wins. <laughs> that was so that funny. Was I cheered when that happened. Yeah. When, yeah. Kano when, he ri- wins. when he ripped out. We reptile. all. Ch- yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when he ripped out Reptile's heart, and he yeah. just goes. Kano wins. And then, like, all of us went, ah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that's we good. all cheered when Kung Lao throws his hat and yeah. then he saws that harpy lady on the floor. Flawless victory. Flawless victory. We all just like, yeah. Yes. Good job. Yes. Good job. I was like, that was awesome, actually. Yeah. Um, that's I, all it was. I though. feel that also, I feel that Jax was underutilized because he didn't get his abilities until later on. But, but, True, and, but the thing is that I feel, I feel like the actor was doing more for Jax than the movie was doing for that actor. So okay, um, upon to to talk about Jax for a little bit, I've noticed that did they deepen his voice? Because I've checked how that actor talks. I think he did it on purpose. He, he deepened his voice. Yeah, yeah. They really, he really deepened, or they deepened it really. Because like upon second viewing, I was like. But that's his character <laughs> is that he's this very big brute of mm-hmm. like uh, he's like the soldier, the American soldier. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I've served no, my country can, like on I three did, tours. I did two tours. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a it, great life. Is yeah. it two or three? I thought he said three. I thought it's probably three. It's, it's probably Jax. Three. It's probably yeah, it's probably three. three. <laughs> yeah, it's probably three. But I mean, that's still hilarious when he's like, "It's like I've done three tours," and he starts beating. He starts beating on Sub Zero. I was mm-hmm. like, "That's a really that's that's great." I yeah. really enjoyed those little moments mm-hmm. for a very gory franchise. The violence was not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, because when we hear an R rating for a Mortal Kombat movie, I think we expect like a good amount of. Blood. I'm not gonna lie. I was really expecting somebody to like get their get their spine ripped out. I was kind of expecting that too. I thought the, so I thought that's how Sub-Zero was going to die. No, I kind of expected the whole Hellfire thing, mm-hmm. the Spitfire or whatever. Um, but that's the thing. If Scorpion was in the movie more 
I think they would have done that like right before, like right before the Sub Zero fight. Like he so would have killed someone with. Those. There's different fatalities that they could have done. I don't think they could have done fatalities for the villains, and by that I mean Molina, the purple ninja yeah. with the fangs, mm-hmm. Cabal, the uh, helmet, mm-hmm. iron lung dude with the yeah. scythes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because their fatalities are pretty gruesome, and they would have been great to be on film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molina specifically, as she jumps on her prey and mm-hmm. just starts ripping but, their like mm-hmm. hip yeah. until they have to like crawl out, yeah. and it's yeah. their top upper half of their body. Oh, yeah, that was but crazy. this is what I'm talking yeah. about, where I'm saying that you needed more fodder. You you did need more more people that you could kill on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that would have also made the because if it was like this like sprawling movie where you're gaining like more and more people and stuff like that, but then every single time you gain two, you get attacked. Yeah. And then like you lose two. But these characters don't die. Like that's the thing is that if they're bad, they won't die because no one's really dead in Mortal Kombat. Well, that's the thing is these we don't know if that's the case if that they're gonna do that in the movies. So Shang Sun brought them back. Mm-hmm. And he basically, at the end of the movie, was mm-hmm. saying, like, poor, death is just another portal yeah. for something else. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was, right? Yeah. So technically speaking, they can come back. And Cabal yeah. could. Cabal, Cabal is basically yeah. already, like, a burnt victim, it's, so they could just reanimate well, him. I, I remember inside of, like, the, the later ones, he actually was burned and also and he also wasn't an iron lung and came back and he came back and he was just like badly badly burned and then molina doesn't even get a full storyline because she technically is half um katana's race which is um Mm -hmm. it starts with an e she used to be the queen she's princess princess of Mm -hmm. outworld yeah something like Mm -hmm. that and then uh she has uh that and uh takartan or takartan to cotton blood in them, which is what gives her her fangs. They didn't even explain that. So mm-hmm. technically, we can clone her again because mm-hmm. in the Mortal Kombat nine and ten, they yeah. pretty much explain that there's a lab with yeah. all different clones yeah. in there. She's technically a clone of Katana. Yeah. yeah, Lieutenant whatever with the hammer, he's disposable. Like it doesn't yeah, matter. You don't, you don't have to bring, to bring him, him back. back. Yeah. What game was he in? I didn't even remember. As uh, a minor character, so he's the striker. Was he Stryker in that? He was, a, he was basically a Stryker. And Stryker was a cop in Mortal Kombat 9. And he was introduced in like Mortal Kombat 3 as well. He's a police that basically gets disposed. He was introduced in Mortal Kombat 2. Sir. 2. Sorry. 2. Mortal Kombat 2. But yeah. he's technically like Sonya Blade's partner and mm-hmm. basically dies mm-hmm. like Originally, that. he's Sonya Blade's partner, dies, and then that's when she gets Jax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like a throwaway character. So I feel like he could be that throwaway character that we really don't need to bring back. Yeah. But that's why I would have really appreciated to see that because then I would have felt more dread from the villains. So I just I I, I just thought they were they looked evil like they just looked kind of mm-hmm. like menacing. That was what about idea. Goro? Goro forearm dude, by the way. Goro, I wouldn't have made him the. F- I would have kept Goro for later because honestly, I really like that fight in the in the ninety two. <laughs> so I it's really kind like of funny. Yeah. I, I find it really funny that a lot of people have this like issue with Goro being disposed of within the like end of the second half of the movie yeah. because they want to see him in the second one. But technically speaking, Goro isn't a major major character. He's just like a hard obstacle. Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to be a boss, in- but. But the thing is that, but it's also supposed to show that you're ready to battle Shang Sun. No, Shao uh, Shao Kahn. Or Shao Kahn Mm -hmm. and everything like that. But that, but that's the thing though, is that I didn't like, I didn't want Goro to be the final. I, I really wanted to save him for the tournament. 
I yes and no. So I think that they could possibly bring him back and he could be like, yeah, it's time for me to get my revenge, Cole. No, kind of like that. I don't I, see here's the problem though is that that's the that's the difference between video between movies and video games. In video games, I can bring back people all I want. Mm-hmm. In movies, if I start doing that, then death has no absolutely no meaning. I mean, technically it doesn't for people fighting on the outworld side. Right, but the problem is that then in a movie, it loses, then this all loses stakes. Yeah, I get what you mean. The stakes are gone. It's, it's the same yeah. thing when for me when I when we talk about characters that die in comic book movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. in comic books, obviously it's the same rules, but no one really dies in comic books. Right, but like in movies like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like in Endgame, you know Tony Stark is dead, mm-hmm. and he's he's dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Steve Rogers. He's gone. He's he's just not coming back. So we know. But my but, question is, okay, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying is like, we we have to remember too is that this is a movie franchise that's not going to keep going like the video games are. They got two movies left, yeah, I think. That's yeah, the thing. Supposedly, but, if they do well. But it's it, it's a difference in the medium. That's the thing, though. Because mm-hmm. for some reason in video games, you when that happens, you're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you're not in really a, But in a movie, when somebody gets brought back over and over again, like, let's just say they were to get all the people that they, they they killed in this movie. Then in the second one, they were all to come back. It would v- highly undercut the victory that the champions of Earthrealm had. So you bring back only specific characters. You don't have to bring back Cabal. You can no. technically bring back Melina and Goro, and that's about it. You can bring back Kano but if you want is, to. Kano, but, but Kano gets the metal eye. That's, that's why he was stabbed yeah. in the eye, yeah. you know? Yeah, but here, here's the thing, though. For Goro, I feel like if they would have like just chopped off his hand, and then Gore, and then like Shang Sun would have like pulled everybody back. It would have been like this giant retreat of like we lost. Yeah. Uh, before they get a chance to kill, mm-hmm. and then it would have just been like, oh yeah, the tournament begins tomorrow, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then they could have actually started the tournament. I think that would have been more interesting. Okay. And everything else, because I I I really don't see the urgency. There was no urgency in this movie. Mm-hmm. They keep on talking about, oh yeah, the tournament. The maybe. tournament's going to start in a hundred days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tournament's going to start in a hundred days. Or actually, Luke Kang no. says you'll never see another full moon before the tournament starts. Yeah, yeah. so it yeah. might have been like thirty days for all we mm-hmm. know. I mean, I don't know where they were on their lunar cycle. So uh, I don't know how long this tournament is. There was there was a time limit that was talked about, but never specified for us. So we don't need to worry about time. Yeah. Uh, Renee, can we get a, a time check real quick? Hour and 17. Hour 17. So let's go ahead and start wrapping this up because we don't want to make this like... I told you we could talk about this. For oh, yeah. No, this is <laughs> a, so let's go ahead and yeah. wrap this up by saying what we really liked about this movie, what we didn't like, and what needs right. to be expected of this movie performance-wise to get a sequel. Yeah. And would you recommend it? Okay. Who wants okay. to start? Um, I'll start. So go for it. What I enjoyed about this movie was just the pure... just having fun with it mm-hmm. you know watching characters fight uh overall i did enjoy the sub-zero and scorpion fight for what it was mm-hmm. you know what i didn't like was that the i think we can all agree is that the 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 story the arc of this movie wasn't smooth it was clunky 
didn't know where it was going. Yeah, it was like we're it's 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 like the writers are like, no, we're getting here, but there's gonna be some bumps along the way. You know, you guys like, better hold on. Yeah, <laughs> God, yeah. But uh, overall, I still had fun watching it, regardless of that. Characters were great. Uh, actors were great. Uh, some actors that I didn't have faith in these characters that they were gonna portray actually did a good job. Like I didn't really expect a lot from the Raiden. Act, the guy, actor that played Raiden, but he did a really good job, mm-hmm. he, and I really respected that. Same thing with the actor that was going to play Scorpion, because I was like, I've seen him in everything. Of course they would cast him as Scorpion. That seems like the like go-to guy mm-hmm. that they would choose, and he did a good job. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Other than that, and then would I recommend it? If you want to see it, go ahead. I'm not going to make you go see it. What <laughs> do you expect from a second movie? Ryan Reynolds as Johnny Cage. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad casting. I just thought about it. I was like, holy that crap, that actually could work. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what actually, I expect. That's, that's the only bad. thing I think. He needs to get jacked, though. He needs to get He needs to get buff. rejacked. Yeah, like, he, no, no. We're not talking yeah. like let's also buff. Remember, let's also remember he's four, he's in his 40s. Yeah, that's true. You could still do it. I, I understand that, but let's remember this. <laughs> you could still re- do it. Yeah. Let's remember he's in his 40s. You yeah. could still do it. Just give him some just for men. So okay, well, now he's gonna kill this forty-year-old man <laughs> for the love. Ryan Reynolds loves his fans. Love okay, yeah. get he back was- to work. <laughs> um, what does this movie need in order for it to get a sequel? Because keep in mind, it's signed on for it's two signed movies. Signed on for two movies. Quote unquote. I think we would. Oh, man, that's a thing. I think it would have to basically end right when the tournament starts. Okay. Because I feel like the tournament, if they're going to go three movies at least, the third movie is going to be the, the tournament. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they're going to drag out the whole like, oh, yeah, we're going to do the tournament. Do you think this movie is going to do well enough to pick up a second? Yeah. I think so because it's, it's more of first the people are going to go see it is fans like us. Okay. And then it's fans like us dragging people to see <laughs> like this twelve-year-old kids. What are we watching? Today? Mortal Kombat, son. Let's go. Yeah, let's do again. it. Let's <laughs> on HBO Max. No, we're seeing no. it in theaters. I'm giving this this movie. <laughs> we're giving money to this movie. All right. Like, but Dad, you've already seen it five times. <laughs> well, dude, it's too damn bad. <laughs> it's too damn bad. <laughs> you keep watching. <laughs> 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 I was telling someone, oh, because um, so I, I actually I'm used tired of this movie, Grandpa. Well, let's do it, You keep watching. <laughs> Could like you believe my fiance never seen Holes until uh, like earlier what? this year? Yeah, I had to show her that movie. How'd really? Like yeah, I could, huh? She oh, like she loved it. it. Oh, okay, good. It's yeah, no, movie. she loved it's it. A, it's, a good a, it's a solid child. It's a movie. good movie that adapted the book in a good way. Yeah, yeah, and it it's a sense. Disney movie too. It's a Disney, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a Disney movie. Shia LaBeouf. No, He's digging a, up damn holes, digging. That's all I'm saying because I'm gonna get copywritten. <laughs> Nicholas, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Nick. What were your positive thoughts on this movie? Nothing. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not a god. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I actually really did enjoy this movie. I had a lot of fun. I had fun with it. I, but the, but like I said before, it's a clip show. It, it very much is a clip show. It's a great. It, there's a, there's a lot of really cool moments. Uh, the only problem thing is that it didn't. It, it's not as cohesive as I would love. Okay. And, uh, it, you know, the story wasn't as uh, the stories and the characters weren't uh, branched out enough. And I think if you wanted to make a sequel, I think that HBO Max is going to save this movie. 
I think that that's what's gonna like really carry it to being like a to get maybe a sequel mm-hmm. is people watching it and watching it and watching it over and again. Also, I think that what they need to do is I think that they need to have the tournament next movie. Mm-hmm. I think the tournament needs to start next movie. Here's the reason why. For one, the first movie has already made it sound as if the tournament was going to happen soon. Uh-huh. Secondly, it always happens. Shao Kahn cheats. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they lose the which as soon as he loses Mortal Kombat, he invades anyway. And mm-hmm. then there's this giant and then that's when it's that's when the story starts getting weird. That's when the elder gods yeah. come in and go like, <laughs> All right guys, that that's 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 an illegal move. We're gonna stop this invasion. And Shao Kahn says Middle fingers up. Just middle fingers up and kills all the elder gods. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, if they're not here to say no, then I guess I get to do what I want. And then, <laughs> Who's God now? And then Shinnok comes out and is like, I'm God now. And then Raiden goes, yeah, that's but, what you all thought. But I'm actually God. But I'm actually God. And I'm angry red God. You know, what kills I really, him. you know what I really do hope? I hope that somebody reads that lore and then just makes sense of it. And then just slims it down a bit. You and I are fans and we can't make sense of this. That's why I'm saying I'm really hoping that they they get what they they get a storyline and they stick to it and then they just try to like shuffle through it. And try and like make sense of the of the storyline. Because I'll, I'll admit the storyline is kind of garbage. Like yeah. it's it's all over the place. This than the movie one, right? Yeah. yeah. It's all over the place. But I I feel like it's all over the place because the lore of the games is all over the place. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent agree. Somebody needs to just get a lore. Start the movie, end the movie, pick a couple of like pieces of the lore that all make sense together, and then just go with it and just go, this is our lore. Yeah. This is our lore of the thing, not necessarily worrying about what happened in the game. Yeah. If you want to stick totally true to those games, you're climbing up a hill you can't climb, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really <laughs> steep hill. Because you're never going to get, because you won't get it in an hour no, and a half movie. No, you won't. You won't. And, and and I never and I never expect these movies to be longer than an hour and a half because no. they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should never be. If this movie was two and a half hours, I would be like, "What in the world was this guy thinking?" Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, so I I think that that's gonna be an interesting thing. Johnny Cage is gonna be a cool one. I do hope that they have like maybe Kenshi. Um, who else? I do want to see like Ermac. I want to see a couple of the others. Smoke Rain. I want to see some of the weirder characters. Fujin. So, yeah, I want to see some of the. I want. To, I, I do want to see Noob Cybot just because I think that Noob is like a guaranteed, with them killing off Behan. Uh, which are Behan. Behan, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think like Noob would be an interesting character. Uh, another Sub Zero that's just like I want to repent. That would be kind of cool too. So there's a lot of things that you can do with Mortal Kombat. There's so many stories. Bring Batman in. Bring Ben Affleck. <laughs> I want Ben Affleck in the next Injustice one. versus Mortal Kombat. I want, I, want, I want Batman. I want Ben Affleck in the next one. And I want him and Henry Cavill to fight off Raiden and Shao Kahn. Oh, oh God. Maybe that's why Zack Snyder's been ma- trying to make that nightmare world. Imagine Zack Snyder directing a Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> That'd be nothing but slow motions. How <laughs> <laughs> close players. How close, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Chi, why did you say that name? <laughs> why did you? Say <laughs> no, it's Shinnok. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Um, oh I'm going God. to use yours as a transition into mine and say that I completely agree that the story is all over the place. I'm going to start with what I didn't like, just to get the negativity out of the yeah. way. I did not like the story at all, and 
it's with you again i'm going to side with you on this that it's all over the place but i understand why that the concept of mortal Kombat and its timeline is just way all over the place Mm -hmm. i I try to sit you down and i've tried (laughs) this with my fiance i've sat her down and be like i'm going to tell you the story of mortal Kombat. i've went probably 10 minutes and she's like i don't get it and i'm like yes i understand i don't even get it eyes just glaze over yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i don't even get it so i don't get it how am i expecting you to get it um if like people are looking for a canon storyline mortal Kombat legend scorpion's revenge is the movie you need to go to and that's Mm -hmm. on hbo max that is a fantastic animation animated movie it's got like the canon storyline that they really want to work with and it's got more blood and gore and a lot of like really cool fatalities uh it respects the lore that the original mortal Kombat creators wanted to kind of put out there so yes the story and i think that cole is a throwaway character cole i just cannot care he's to me he's takata takashi who is a character that was introduced in Mortal Kombat 10, who was like technically a part of the Shirai Ryu, and no one cared. Like at the end of it, like I don't even remember what his storyline was, and he didn't even pop up again in Mortal Kombat 11. There was no mention of him. They just threw him away afterwards. So Cole is just kind of like a character that probably needed a better pickup, but he was just in the way of a lot of things. In all fairness, I really do think that if they didn't bottleneck themselves with the marks, yeah, and it was just that characters were chosen because of their acolytes yeah of like being like the strongest fighters sonia was the tactical one johnny cage was an experienced fighter i I think i would have cared about i think i would have cared about him a little bit more Mm -hmm. not only that but also i think that the shi the shirai ryu link shouldn't have been mentioned no that it it should have been a subplot to like a main story that they were trying to say but it should have been like something that happens later because I think that would have been interesting if, like, he had, uh, like, a bracelet that he had given his daughter or he had given, like, a hair clip uh-huh. or something like that. And then when Sub-Zero, when Scorpion is fighting, he sees it, like, on his do- on Cole's daughter and is like, where did you get that from? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's been passed down in my, in my family for generations. Like, yeah. My mother gave it, like my grandmother gave it to my mother. And my mother gave it to me, and the I connection was daughter. just made too quickly. Yeah, the daughter, the, the I think the connection was just made far too quickly, and really did just kind of like they were just like, look, look, look. In case we don't get another movie, this is what it is. Yeah, this is what we're doing, and I understand that from a point of view of like, in case we don't get a second one, let's just try and like jump in with all of our with our feet in. Mm-hmm. But there is something to say of like leaving something on the table. Yeah, because hopefully you don't get like a Daisy Ridley situation where they're just like, who's she related to? Trying to figure out yeah, what they're going to do for yeah. like after aliens, essentially. Yeah, like what are they going to do? And then, you know, then you get to aliens three and everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that basically. So, oh my god. <laughs> so more on the positive side, what I really enjoyed about this movie, and I this is probably one of the very like strong reasons as to why I feel like a lot of people are going to love it, especially if they've been Mortal Kombat fans, is that this is a fan service movie. Mm-hmm. You got your catchphrases, you've got your brutalities, your fatalities, the combos, the fighting scenes, the character costumes, mm-hmm. like everything is just so amazing to see in live action. Right. And it's just like, yeah, these are the characters you grew up 
up with and now you're visually seeing them alive mm -hmm. like Liu Kang probably looked like the way he looked in the SNES version mm -hmm. in the 95 movie yeah. right but other than that Sonya Blade didn't really look like Sonya Blade because she had the beret and all this other stuff and in the movie she didn't Kano really didn't look like Kano Scorpion was just kind of like eh but here you get to see like cool costumes and you know they actually look like the way they would be represented in real life yeah um you know you get easter eggs as well katana wasn't in the movie but you saw her fans yeah which is a shame because katana is the love of my life but you know i would really want her to be in the second one hopefully sorry yeah <laughs> so, this, is, this, this got awkward why <laughs> it's the love of his life and... <laughs> Oh, Sorry. my fiance knows. That's oh, okay. Like, as, long as, uh, okay. She, as long as she, as long as you know, she's on the list. I guess that's. Fine. Wow. She's like, babe, if, if Katana is ever there, it's my hall pass, dude. Because her freaking storyline is fantastic. I don't even. No, it's not even about that. It's like her storyline is just great. Well, that's even weirder. Yeah, like, oh my god. <laughs> um, but no, it's like I just I feel want like, to smell you. <laughs> The fan service. I want to buy Katana's bathwater. <laughs> no, okay. Now we're getting into weird territory. No, um, no. But the story, the the fan service is phenomenal. What I do hope to see in the second movie is again, Nick. You're right. The tournament needs to start so we can mention the Elder Gods in the third one. Yeah. In order for this movie to succeed, we need the people who are fans to drag their kids in to go watch this movie. <laughs> no, this is not a kid's movie, so I'm not recommending 12-year-olds to go watch it. But <laughs> but look, it's going to inevitably happen because you have the 30, 35-year-old dads who said, I grew up on this video game. You are going to come with me to go watch this movie. You know what the funny thing is? I do also think that the 12-year-old kids are going to be going too because they play the video game. Yeah. yeah, and they and they they're gonna want to go see it as well. Mm. Um, also, just totally off topic. Uh, for somebody who lives in a cave, Liu Kang's locks are beautiful. <laughs> like, oh, his hair, his, his yeah. shampoo and conditions like, <laughs> regimen. Right. And you're saying I was the weird poster. one for mentioning Katana. <laughs> no, but hold on. Did you see his locks? Yeah, head and he, shoulders need to reach out to him. I yeah, be like, <laughs> not even a he lick of dandruff. He lives in a cave, <laughs> yeah. man. Like I was like, that was what I'm you impressed. got. Uh, that's what you, that's what you got, huh? I was, you know what? Honestly, with the, the actor didn't really do a lot, so the main thing I was looking at was his hair. Because <laughs> he had that '90s hair. He had Dude, the '90s hair, the 90s and I was like, he, he had the same hair that the original actor of Liu Kang had, and I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, good this observation. Guy had, this guy had some beautiful hair. He had a beautiful. If it was a wig, that was a good wig. <laughs> It was a great wig. Nick, go ahead and pull up the outro. We're going to close this issue up because we're running at an hour 30, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. All right. Are so we're running at an hour 30. Hour we're gonna, 30. We're going to end it with Luke King's luscious locks. That's luscious on you, buddy. Locks. So, guys, uh, we're going to wrap up this issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram at Twitter. Just go ahead and look up Keeping Up With The Nerds. Uh, they've got different handles. If you are listening to this on our audio platforms, which is Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, we also post these podcasts every Wednesday at 11.30 on our YouTube channel. Just look up Keeping Up With The Nerds. We're at 47 subscribers. We're almost at that 50 mark. We're just there. Help us, guys. Help us end. It will be out by the time this podcast comes out. A brand new website, keepingupwiththenerds.com, guys, mm -hmm. where we'll be posting 
all of our content on there. So if you want links to our socials, they're there. Mm -hmm. Up to the date information on videos and podcasts and highlights on there. We've got a newspaper blog area on there. Want to know more about us? There's a bio of us on there. Yep. We're going to be spotlighting creators on there. Right now, we've got two people spotlit on there. Toon Geeks, who was one of our listeners that graciously, you know, gave us stickers and, mm -hmm. you know, let us know that she was a listener, an avid listener to us, and we appreciate you. And then uh, Renee reached out to the uh, artist. The artist that did our flyer, uh, and Tony, Tony Cruz, Cruzada. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, handed out small interviews, and there's a creator spotlight yeah. section there that, you know, mm -hmm. we highlight their work, and we've linked their content on that page as well. Yeah. So if you want to go shout them out and support them, there are links to their uh, sites on there as well. Mm -hmm. So all of that is going to be on our website now. I also um, want to say, I, what I really want to see is I want to see you guys make Renee and, and Brian and turn them into Mortal Kombat characters. I want to see Renee with those luscious locks. <laughs> this is what, what I really want. want. I yeah. want I want that, and I want Brian with the Kano eye. You just want people to submit fan art, huh? <laughs> I do. I do want to submit fan art, because <laughs> I need something to post on that. So... I'm trying to make it sound like I, like I, like I, like I really want to see this, but I just need fan art. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you guys like, yeah. please. We thank you all for supporting us and listening to us and giving us your feedback. And hopefully, you know, we continue this growth and giving you guys the content you all want. Uh, once again, we have all the socials, all the audio platforms, YouTube and our uh, website, www.keepingupwiththenerds.com. With that said, are we ready to wrap this up? Yes, we are. Renee, Nicholas? Yep. All right, here we go. Nick, let's go ahead. Don't mess this up. Thank you, citizens, for listening to the issue, to this issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds Variety Hour. I'm your host, Nick Valero. And this is Brian. Renee. And this coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California. Recording at Under City Comics. We thank you, citizens, once again, and hope to see you all next time. <laughs>